Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. So, uh, we were watching Supergirl last night, and I was thinking about how um, the actress that plays Supergirl, Melissa Benoist, or Benoit, or however the hell you say it, uh, Beignet. She's, Beignet. she's like 29. <laughs> Um, beignet is a powdery donut right yeah which i had for the first time two weeks ago it's pretty good um melissa beignet (laughs) melissa beignet uh is uh she's 29 and uh i was like oh she's only a couple years older than me that's cool and then i thought about like at what point does does uh the name Supergirl become too like demeaning or whatever like when does she become Superwoman? Exactly. So, like, at some point, you know, however long the show will go on, probably not long enough for her to be like, okay, you're not a girl anymore. But at the same time, like, what's the <laughs> distinction? Where's the gray line? I don't know. Well, Superwoman, it was always a different character. Right. Like, Batwoman and Batgirl are totally different characters, and there's multiple versions of each. Yeah, but I mean, if... So, if same with Supergirl and Superwoman. If Melissa <laughs> Beignet uh, becomes... Uh, if Melissa Baguette becomes... Uh, <laughs> old enough that she's like the the you know like her mom is her her adoptive mom is played by the the 80s supergirl uh oh yeah like if she becomes that age during the show which i know she won't the show won't last that long but the will she still be supergirl or will they be like oh you gotta be power girl now or some stupid thing i don't know but that's still girl that's still girl (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's not called Bat Boy. Right. I don't know why, but <laughs> I guess there could be a Bat Boy. I mean, there's Superboy, Superman. There's there's obviously some sort of distinction in the middle there, but yeah. who knows? Okay, hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to 12th Level Intellects. This is Where we a... ask the important questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when do you become a woman? Uh <laughs> This is a DC Animated Universe podcast hosted by the Watchtower Database. My name is James Strecker, and this and guy... I'm Ted Kendrick. That sure is him. Uh, we're talking today with uh, fellow WDB-er Maddie Washburn about uh, what all the stuff that happens in between Justice League Unlimited and Batman Beyond might be. Um, which... And it's not like our legacy right. plans or anything. It's it's like what is known what, for yeah, sure what we based off evidence know. we've seen in various cartoons. Yeah, a lot of yeah. it is like, oh, this person's born in this year because we know they're 16 or something like that. But there's some interesting mm-hmm. stuff. And We're like, uh, this piece of technology was invented <laughs> right. in this year because we saw it in a museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so stick around for that because that's probably the most interesting part of this. Uh, we, we tend to get a lot more views on the ones that are actually DCAU related. I wonder why that is. Um, so yeah, that's coming up. Um, let's do news things. My first thing is, uh, Kristen Wiig is in talks to be Cheetah in Wonder Woman 2. sure is. Is that one of your news things that I stole from you? It isn't anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I had, I I had it like saved on my phone as soon as we found out about it. She's not totally booked though. Right. I think it's rumors. Yeah. I think she's in talks talks to play Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, uh. We've heard very little about this movie, yeah. except that um, I'm having a blank of the director's name. I feel so bad. Patty what's, Jenkins. What's her name? Patty Jenkins. She's back yeah. to return for uh, for Wonder Woman 2, and right. rumors say it's going to be set in the 1980s. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. yeah, um, that's just 
Yeah, I don't know if that's like totally Kristen Wiig can channel but... her Ghostbusters character. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, obviously, it's not confirmed yet. But I, for a while, there've been. I mean, it's hard to. Okay, I'm I'm back and forth because for one, it's hard to be uh, accepting of whoever it actually winds up being whenever you've seen so many fan casts for so long like i was seeing a lot of like Char- mm-hmm. charlie's theron uh fan casts Ooh, that i thought good. would have been really good yeah because she's like sexy and could play like a scientist kind of character and that kind of thing where like i don't know kristen wood comes off just more of a comedian and like a, almost like a slapstick kind of one like a like oh we cast uh what's his face um the paul blart guy uh like, oh, we cast him as Green Lantern or some stupid thing. I'd be like, what in the world? <laughs> I don't think it's that bad of a casting. No, I like Crystal Wake. I think, like, yeah, you're right. She's obviously comedic. And the DCEU has that those elements of humor. That was a big thing that they talked about yeah. injecting into the DCEU after Batman vs. Superman, which you don't really like. But well, that's I just don't like how sudden it is, is all. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's my worry with this, is that it'll be like... Yeah, we need it to be funny. Make it funny. Go. As I smoke my right. cigar. Yeah. And like, yeah, um, Cheetah, Barbara Minerva is the modern version of Cheetah. Right. There's um, there's like the Silver Age one. And then uh, I forget, like she has a totally different name. Yeah. And I forget what it is. Like the one in Super Friends and mm-hmm. everything. But then like we have the modern one who she, yeah, she was a scientist. She was a, um, a, a, I'm having my blank. I'm I'm judging you That's okay. for not knowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anthropologist. That's what oh, I'm okay. looking for. She, so go. she goes into like um, different cultures and winds up becoming joined with this like South American, yeah, like jaguar god, cheetah god of. I men. think they kind of combined so. those for New Fifty Two stuff. They did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be really similar to what we saw then. Yeah. Well, I think uh, so. the, regardless of who it is, cheetah. The character herself will mostly be a CGI cheetah jumping around, probably. So it probably doesn't really yeah. matter who it is. Um, yeah. And I can see Kristen Wiig like wearing some leopard skin though. Yeah. She could that off. <laughs> yeah. And I think that regardless of who it is, I'm all almost every time that someone gets cast for this universe of movies, I go like, "Oh, what?" And then it winds up being pretty okay anyway. So I'm. I, the, uh-huh. I think the casting is probably their strongest point with a couple exceptions um so uh we'll see i guess <laughs> like i didn't i was like yeah. ben Affleck, like what oh okay that's pretty good um yeah etc in one of the movies yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well cool yeah so that's exciting yeah um i was gonna say that but in other news we've seen like glimpses lately of zachary levi as shazam right yeah on set They've been shooting that right now, um, and there's been some videos and photos leaked of his costume. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's been like, you know, a good clean right. promo image. Yeah. It's all been like footage from like the top of a building. Yeah, really like, far away. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. But from what we can see, it looks like his costume is pretty c- close to the classic. Yeah, look. it's like, like very accurate to comic book Shazam-y mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. His cape kind of has those like different layers to it, and it has the hood from the New Fifty Two right. version, and uh, yeah, that's looks like the most part. Yeah, hopefully we get a good look at it again soon. I think we've talked about how like anyone that plays Captain Marvel, Shazam, whatever, is gonna need to be 
someone that can pretend to be a like eight year old <laughs> or whatever <laughs> really easily. Uh, I think yeah. that that I think Zachary Levi can pull that off because he's got like a child yeah. childlikeness about him in Thor movies and stuff. So um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, he's definitely the better casting choice. Um, I do wonder. I remember when they had if who, his, was, who were the other people they had um, in consideration for Shazam. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do wonder if his costume has actual muscles. Uh, like this, like, like you can kind of tell the Batman costume isn't really Ben Affleck's muscles, even though, uh, like they still do a good job of looking like, you know, that it's just a guy in a suit versus like a Batman Robin fake muscular thing. Mm -hmm. But like right. Man of Steel, like that's definitely, that's, I mean, it's a little bit of padding probably, but like Henry Cavill does look like that regardless of costume. So I do wonder mm. if Captain Marvel's suit is also, that's how strong he is, or if it's just kind of faked and put on there. Yeah. I don't know. Well, all those actors definitely have to, right. you know, go through intense personal training for these roles. But, yeah. And then Ben Affleck, as soon as he's done shooting Justice League, just starts eating all the fried chicken in the world. And then yeah. gets called in for reshoots <laughs> and goes, oh, no. <laughs> right. I have days like that, man. I'm going to hit up Chick-fil-A after this podcast. <laughs> oh, so, um, so no, so another little piece of news, uh -huh. like just kind of associated with that, is that at the Oscars, um, Margot Robbie and Gal Gadot were hanging out together. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, and we saw like <laughs> a it. Gal Gadot meets Mark Hamill for the first time gif that's been passed around a bunch. Oh, really? They've nice. been like shaking hands and stuff. That's kind of cool. Mm. Like, oh, it's Wonder Woman and Luke Skywalker, says everybody. And I'm looking at it. It's, like, it's Wonder Woman and the Joker. What are you talking They're about? Yeah. against Batman to finally yeah. take him down for good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Wonder Woman got on the team. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, the only other thing I had was that we have one... Uh, like preview image for the death of Superman animated movie. Uh, oh yeah. Cause so when, like when, um, what was the movie that had, was it Judas contract that had Batman and Harley Quinn's picture on it um, in the special features yeah. on like right, iTunes right. or something. And it was, it's just like one random screenshot from the, uh, you know, behind the scenes, look at the movie that they put on those things and for Batman and Harley mm -hmm. Quinn, it was this nice shot of Batman, Nightwing, and Harley Quinn sitting in the Batmobile, and we were like, okay, Nightwing's hair's different, Batman's costume's and different. And he's eating fast food. Yeah, he's we, got the... Yeah, we yeah. get so much from just that one picture of like, wow, this is really interesting. I look forward to seeing... The <laughs> Superman Doomsday one is just like a... And like, you know, like YouTube chooses like three thumbnails automatically right, from your right. video. This is like one of those where it's just Superman's like mid putting down Lois Lane onto the ground or picking her <laughs> up like halfway between an action. And he just looks really uh, awkward. And there's just a bunch of civilians standing behind him. It's, it gives away nothing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. At one it's point. in the random time. Codes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At some point in the movie, but, Superman picks up Lois Lane. <laughs> but the animation style is very similar to that line of the new um, DC animated. Yeah, universe, I think it's set uh, movies in that little world. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, connected with the Judas Contract and like Justice League Dark, Justice League War, right. all that. Those lines of movies. Um, yeah, it looks cool. There's also we did see like a glimpse of the uh, Daily Planet in another oh, okay. image that was released or something. So yeah, it was, it was like a poster too, or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but it should be good. Yeah. I bet it has like Steel, Superboy, Eradicator. Yeah, it's supposed Superman, to it's have all, all those that. guys. It's supposed to be a lot more faithful to the real yeah. story instead of what Superman Doomsday We'll probably did. see Doomsday throw down with the Justice League at the beginning. Yeah, that's what I missed in Superman Doomsday. It was like, that's something I knew happened in Death of Superman is like he go he has to like yeah. punch his way through like everybody before he gets to Superman. Mm-hmm. And in that, they just he just shows up or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. We've seen now with like with Justice League Dark, I think was the latest Justice League movie in that universe. Like the league has expanded right. their roster. Yeah. So they've got people like, I mean, John Stewart was on there now and Hawkman and the Atom yeah. and like. I hope they really reproduce. Produce the scene with Superman and Bloodwind just kicking the crap out of Doomsday in his like green goggles costume and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I would be so surprised if that version of the League was there, like <laughs> well, with yeah. Guy Gardner, Blue yeah. Beetle, Booster Gold. Like if they Maxima, like if they go with that Justice League, it's gonna. That's I don't think they are. <laughs> but that would be, be cool. really surprised if they do. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we'll see a few of those random heroes in there. Yeah. But like that is well, the fact that they're going to be that including would just throw all off these, the, the viewers. Yeah, they're in, if they're if they do go the route of including all the Eradicator and Superboy and all that stuff, like will they? You know, that does feel a lot more '90s. So maybe they'll just say fuck it and just do everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh huh. So. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. It says, we'll includes see. many fan favorite moments from the story that were left out for Superman Doomsday. So mm-hmm. we'll see, I guess. I'm sure that'll be in there. Well, I have a big piece of news that's really weird. Okay. Um, Time Warner, is, you know, they've been trying to merge with AT&T. Sure. And Trump's, <laughs> the biggest Trump's news in the world. administration uh-huh. <laughs> and Justice Department have been pretty anti um they're they're against this merge and they've also been why, why does it matter <laughs> right well it's um it's a vertical integration right so it's like okay. these big companies absorbing each other and right. getting out the competition yeah it's really similar to how disney and fox merged recently okay so they've they've been kind of like very wary about it which is actually probably a good thing yeah. to be wary <laughs> about it so i'll give them that but but so if the at&t merger fails um time warner has um they're going to court about this um, this month pretty soon. Mm. But if this merger fails, then Warner Brothers, HBO, and Turner could all be broken up and sold individually. Oh. Like Time Warner would, would break up and sell off these individual properties, which would leave DC Comics kind of up in the air um, for a potential buyout from somebody <laughs> i'm not saying like disney would hop in and get them but i'm also like it's not a saying really they weird <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's there's like a slight possibility yeah. that something really strange could happen to dc comics by the end of the month huh so that's, yeah, that's... something to, to be aware of and look <laughs> i for. guess we'll um, come back to that if something news. weird does happen yeah yeah that's, uh yeah i don't know who else like who would be vying for that i mean and and would people be supportive of you know, Disney just owning everything or so-and-so now owning DC Comics and stuff like that. I don't know. Bring Batman onto the Avengers yeah. or bring <laughs> Captain America onto the Justice League. I had a, I had a friend a few years <laughs> ago confusing. when the, uh, I think the Avengers had just come out and he was trying to catch up with the movies, um, like the mm-hmm. first Avengers. So not very many things, but he was like asking me for advice and was like, okay, so who all is in the Avengers? I know there's Batman. And I just stared at him and just didn't answer him. Uh-huh. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. a joke that I, was going to make its way into Vi-Reality, but then I realized nobody would understand the reference. Uh, so. yeah. 
I had a buddy last night hit me up and was just like, oh, have you seen Black Panther yet? It was amazing. I still have it. I still need to go. But then God he then he told me, he was like, I was saying, I was like, Black Panther and Spider-Man should team up. And I was like, well, they're going to team yeah. up in Infinity War. <laughs> in like a and month. then they just teamed up in Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, they were in the movie together. So it was just like, have you been watching? Like, <laughs> so Yeah, that's, that's one of those like, do you <laughs> see happening. a Marvel movie? Well, technically, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure they were on the opposite sides, or was that wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah, they. I guess they didn't team up, yeah. but they've. We're in the same been, movie. Yeah. They're about to be in two movies yeah, together yeah. already, so it's like. I've always yeah. said that. And I didn't even think about it. It movie. took me a minute to realize because yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea. We should definitely see them together." Oh wait, we already have. I've always will. said that Superman and that Batman should be in a movie together. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. They should. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get a, a Batman and Superman movie. We haven't yet. Um, <laughs> so that's yeah. that, I guess. Uh, now we're going to... Is it time to transition? We're going to talk to Maddie. Yeah. Here, Let's here's, bring Maddie here's on. Here's Boy. The two of you talked in person. Yeah, we've met. That was exciting. We've met, and you guys have met, and now we have to meet, you and me. <laughs> and then the circle will be completely It'll triangle. Be Ted versus James, the dawn of... <laughs> Just <laughs> that, I don't know what reference that's to. That's it's not a real reference. Me. All right, let's play the interview. Okay, bye. I'm here live with Matthew Kevin Washburn in the Vanishing Point set. Uh, we're going to talk about all the things that happen between Justice League Unlimited and Batman Beyond that we know for sure happen. So it's going to be tough to uh, not include things that we have planned for legacies. But we're going to try really hard to not accidentally spoil something. Because all of those are obviously unofficial. We're going to be going strictly by, you know... We, we made up a while ago a timeline of things we know happened so that we can bounce off of those for legacies. Um, some of these are really cool to know. A lot of them are just really... Uh, arbitrary. Random little... Yeah, arbitrary facts that have... <laughs> have no no need to be explained yeah so uh i'll let i'll let maddie so oh off the first thing i want to say according to many uh producers or i, I guess just bruce tim probably uh there's no actual years on anything so none of this matters um but there actually is though for realsies uh if you think about it if you look into it so over it's it once you have like two or three solid years that definitely things happen during that time it's it becomes a giant jigsaw puzzle to just bounce off of those dates and figure out the rest of the things so that's what we've done mostly maddie has done over the last few years um to get to what we're talking about today i'll let i'll let the, the mix master take over <laughs> really quick i think i think i need to switch chairs because i'm in the vanishing point squeaky chair oh you're right and <laughs> it uh it's probably we'll leave gonna this make... in yeah can you hand me my coffee while you're over there um yeah i guess um james is in thank town thank you for emerald city comic-con i sure am Don't um well there's <laughs> not a lot of room over here i'm gonna make it work so okay. like Batman Beyond, <laughs> but yeah, James is in town in my living room for Emerald City Comic Con. We're planning on talking to a bunch of people. Um, it's gonna be a fun time. I think that's gonna end up on like the next twelfth level intellects. 
Yeah, at least a couple of them, probably. Yeah, um, let's see. I I don't want to spoil too many future videos, um, but I feel like not as many people listen to this as they do watch our videos, <laughs> so we might be all right with that. Um, oh, that's not a dig. I, I just like <laughs> No, I, I laughing, agree. But, but, uh, <laughs> Anyone that is listening, we appreciate it. I mean, I have people complaining about the whole five minutes of Vanishing Point, so... Yeah. It's, Get it's, on with it, jeez! It's, it needs to be rapid paced, but so essentially, um, I mean, with the we did the President Luther timeline video, and you know, Batman the animated series ends around 1997 because of the Lost Years comic, and then the new Batman Adventure starts around 1999 because of the same comic, and then Supergirl's age pushes uh, Justice League Unlimited to the election of 2004, and Essentially, it ends it ends that year, 2004, um, around springtime. This is going to sound really arrogant, uh, but I'm just going to throw this out there that there's a lot of times that we'll find timelines on the internet or people saying, like, um, Batman episode 14 takes place in this year because I felt like it. And it's very frustrating to uh, see those kinds of Mm, analyses in quotations because it's a very loose term for that uh but you know we've done our homework so we're right so <laughs> well see the thing is the, the thing is the thing is you say we're right and then like there are so many times yeah, where be, we oh, have to go no, back in and yeah. just take a big old eraser to huge <laughs> chunks and it's like we'll be we'll be off by a couple months or like a year or two but i mean we're getting to the point where it's kind of more just know that just, we're real fans and you're not so <laughs> uh. no that's 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 actually that's actually what so i mean that's that is part of why like i started looking into the timelining of everything is because there's so many fan timelines that disagree with each other and almost none of them show their work um the one on dcau resource like has like small source bits and I love it, yeah, because it makes it easier to kind of look things up. But it also does not break production order. If the the Mister Yojimbo, if he listens to this, I don't know if he does, but you did you did a swell job. We're just trying to fill in some blanks <laughs> that may have been glossed over. I th um, there's no good way to say that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound like a meanie pants. Well, I, I think I think I think <laughs> I think also with his timeline is he. Um, he tries to follow Bruce Timm's Batman Beyond is 50 Years in the Future right. and disregards the Zeta Project um, notation of, what, 2041, was it? But, um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, this. so that's where JLU happens. That's us bashing on other people's timelines <laughs> and making ourselves feel superior. Right. Um, As we sit here in our boxer shorts drinking coffee in this room. But, uh... <laughs> I've never personally, like, even when, uh, apparently when Batman Beyond came on, even though, because I was, what, eight, uh, and there must have been some kind of fan circles where people were, like, they didn't like it enough to where they thought, oh, this can't possibly be the real future, this must just be, like, a Elseworlds alternate thing, and from there spawned some kind of fan theory that it's not the real future, but there's really nothing to say that it's not. Like, I was going to talk about how when we, uh, when they were making Batman Superman cartoons and then they skipped ahead to Batman Beyond, we didn't know they were going to go back in time and fill in 
some of the in-betweens with Justice League and Static Shock and that stuff. So it was like, why would you just assume that it's that's not the future? And then they somehow managed to go back and do a ton of episodes set in between the Batman cartoon and Batman Beyond that never contradict Batman Beyond to my memory anyway. Because, um, you know, in, in Batman Beyond, they never talk about Mongol Remember that time we fought Mongol? Or they never talk about, you know, the Justice Lords or any of these giant doomsday things that happened during Justice League. So there's... I, th- I think also, though, I, I don't think it was just um, the fan circles that were saying it was a possible future. Um, I don't, like, I haven't seen quotes from producers on the show stating this, but I know I did see... Ty Templeton was talking about on Tomb Zone back in the day um, when he was doing Batman Adventures Volume 2 that he was treating it as Batman Beyond being a possible future. And he was uh, he said he was setting up for an issue that um, that never got run because the, uh, the comic got canceled, that um, there was going to be a Tim Drake and Joker showdown in the Arkham Ruins and Tim gets out kind of kind of being like oh well return of the joker happened differently this time which i mean it could still if that issue were to happen you could still say it takes place before return of (laughs) the joker and like make it end up working out but well i think that's what a lot what makes a lot of people upset is they killed the joker they tortured tim drake like they did all this horrible stuff to these characters that up at, at that point were like the main characters in that universe um and so I can understand from a certain perspective being angry about, like, you can't kill the Joker, you can't do this thing, Batman Beyond must not really be the future, dumbasses, but just just deal with it, I don't know. <laughs> I feel, I feel like you got the, so many other DC universes, yeah. I feel like the main point of contention that, I, that I've at least seen recently um, is just the, the, the Bruce and Barber relationship. It's, it's weird yeah. to me because... When, I mean, when we first saw Batman Beyond, like, I was eight, you were eight, I think Ted's our age, right? So he was, like, eight as well. Yeah. Slightly and, and, younger, I'm just going to point and, that out. <laughs> and so, and so, Very slightly. The, the Bruce Barber thing has been a thing for, you know, two-thirds of our lives, right. at least. It seems normal And to me. it yeah. seems normal to us, but then we see, the, after the killing joke, like, all these people are just... Ugh. Which is which? Like, Disgusting. I, I haven't watched the Killing Joke, and maybe the, <laughs> maybe the way that it was done is in poor taste. I I can't say. I'd say only because of like recent. I mean, this was the movie came out before a lot of the more recent Harvey Weinsteiny things that have been going on, but it's still in a era where we're more aware of that stuff. So I'd say that whenever Bruce Tim does that or Harley's double butt and stuff like that, we people would get a little more offended than they might have if that had happened in 1996 so but whenever whenever i see the whenever i see the backlash in the fan communities it's less about that and more about that's jim gordon's daughter that's dick grayson's girlfriend why are like you're betraying the men in your life and like i i can't get on board with that train of thought because I know it's all fiction, but Barbara is her own person. Like her, her, her relationship to Dick and her relationship to Jim has no bearings on who she yeah. is loving or whatever. 
I absolutely love that storyline because it, it, to me it, it just put like more sting to you know where they all are by the time of Batman Beyond. And I know like some, I know some people were just like, oh, this is gross, this is stupid, blah blah blah. But I mean, to me it just it just really kind of firms the dynamics of what all's going on and why nobody's as close as they used to be. I think we could go on for a while about this, but we should probably try to... <laughs> We're very passionate. So I'm going to say some of this stuff is based off... Like, very little of it is based off of um, stuff we learn in Justice League, knowing that it happens X years after that. Most of it is from Batman Beyond, either hints or ages of people or, um, you know, whatever that says, like such and such years ago this happened and so it's kind of more based off of where batman beyond takes place um so i don't know if we want to you, you were talking about not spoiling videos that we will make eventually but i mean uh, i mean there well we've already we've already talked about um zeta project mentions that zeta went rogue 2041, in 2041 yeah. and then in batman beyond there's a mention of that happening six days ago right so it's in, you know, the early 2040s. Like, yeah, long story short, you can just go back off it. of spring breaks and winters and that kind of thing to figure out the start of Batman Beyond. And it also, like, more or less lines up correctly with a promotional tsunami thing from a few years before the... Or, like, maybe the year it came, it came out of uh, where Peter Cullen says, like the year 2039 and then you're like oh okay i guess that's already we know um and that works for the most part it's a little bit weird because we've talked about we're we're a little maddie and i are a little bit uh argumentative about whether it's 2039 or 2040 just because uh there's a there's a weird like six month yeah. gap where terry does nothing if it happens in <laughs> yeah he, it takes him so long to figure out that he has camouflage on the bat suit if that's the case but it i mean there's comics and stuff that work just fine in between those so. <laughs> the only thing on the suit except for the bat signal i i haven't touched it yet <laughs> maybe maybe there's something we've never seen uh where he has like a superman 2 power where he can peel off the bat symbol and throw it like a plexiglass uh <laughs> plastic wrap bat signal he, he can also shoot smaller batman beyond <laughs> yeah <laughs> But <laughs> okay, so anyway, anyway. <laughs> let's let, let's take it back to two thousand four. Yeah. Um, like we were saying, a lot of this is based off of like year mentions in Batman Beyond, and then there's also there's also tie in comics um, right. that kind of help. Oh, there's a sissy back there. Oh, and it's not okay. me this time. Well, <laughs> they don't like hearing about my girlfriend. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. Sorry about that. By the way, they're watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe right together. Except I heard that she stopped because she's tired of it. <laughs> Understandably, though, because okay, it's a lot. we're we keep so um, yeah. There's someone getting really angry right now that we're we should just uh, not talk about the timeline until the last two minutes of this, and then just go through the list. Okay, 2025, Jolly Jack Candy Factory closes down. 2026. That's spoilers. <laughs> Get out your pencils, kids. Anyway. The first thing that we get um, after JLU ends, which I don't, I don't think it is was... Legacies number two. <laughs> Just kidding. Go talk. 
James and I are just going to get in a fist fight. <laughs> but no, so the the first thing that happens within the canon, and I don't I don't think it was intentional for it to happen at this time, um, is the the Batman, Harley, and Ivy miniseries that Bruce, Tim, and right. Paul Dini did. Um, in it, we see like a, a there's a clipboard, because they're, they're working on a movie set, that has the date on it, and it's like May 5th, and then like, the top yeah, zero, of a, and then like well, a it's line. the top of a rounded yeah. number, yeah. and then like the top of just like a dashy number. So it could be a one, 1964, <laughs> or maybe a six. But it's it, it's it couldn't be uh, two thousand. It's obviously because, it's meant to be ambiguous so that they don't put a date on it. Yeah, they they meant they meant it to be Tim ambiguous. Like they that. didn't want the date, but it can't be you know in the nineties because we see like Tim Drake Robin like on the movie set um, mm-hmm. as an actor. Um, we see uh, Arkham Asylum's up, and in 2001, during Batman Adventures Volume 2... We'll eventually do, like, an Arkham Asylum timeline video, because that's all over the place. It got blown up. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> And that runs up until um, around February 2005, when Harley gets... A, it's Oscar, right? Is Oscar? Oscar's yeah, that's is based the movie on one. when. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 Oscars, Grammys. Yeah, they're all the same. Webby Awards. It's, uh, that's based on like real life. Some of this stuff ends up just being based on when did things actually happen in real life? Because that's like the only way for us to narrow it down. Otherwise, we would just say it happens in some point, and it doesn't matter. Which really, all of this you could say about <laughs> you could just say it happens, and who cares? But we care, so. I mean, they ended up, like, kind of friends at the end of the movie. And then the uh, the sequel comic has Batman talking to Ivy, being like, Yeah. Harley needs some good influences. You better be that for her. And then... And then... And then um, to get Kevin Conroy impression. And then in uh, the Task Force X um, issue, Waller's talking about, Give it six months and you'll you'll be back to doing the crimes. That's a good CCH Pounder impression. <laughs> be- believe, believe it or not, Tim I'm is just... On is that the second time that song's come up today? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Tim, Tim is pushing 20, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a point of contention for a lot of people. Um, Tim Drake's character design stays relatively the same from him becoming robin at age was it 13 yeah, yeah according age, to his biography age 13 and 99 and then i feel like he looks taller in mystery of the batwoman but james has argued i disagree but... james has argued back and forth with me he says it's the same model it's just stretched a little bit <laughs> it might be stretched yeah but yeah i, I think there's a t- there's times where they were aware of oh robin's probably got to be older we'll make him slightly deeper voice or slightly taller or something like that but other what for the most part he stays relatively the same for a good chunk of his life his age doesn't matter with him being robin it's just weird that he's yeah i mean they i'm i'm sure they didn't intend you know when they made return of the joker all they hadn't made justice league they hadn't made any of this stuff that pushes pushes the end of present day farther forward um because we know from Dwayne mcduffie that the return of the joker flashback happens at the end of the present day uh ace dying we and we only we only say that because batman's still with the justice league and we kind of assume that when robin 
gets all fucked up that that's his like last straw and he just cuts ties with everybody oh can it... we can we say dirty words on this podcast because i have been self-censoring oh yeah no i said dumbass earlier i okay. say fuck every once in a while sorry children gotcha okay i just i i didn't want to like slip and then you guys have to like just bleep everything no that's good um but yeah i mean there's a for the most part this channel is pretty g-rated but <clears throat> except for this before uh, before the let's see before the return of the Joker uh, flashback we get the um, we get the oh that is a cockroach where on this drum pad oh nice right I saw it on the wall earlier yeah but uh <laughs> I I don't I don't live in like filthy squalor it's just there's roaches <laughs> uh, but no um so. Before the uh, before the return of the Joker flashback, we uh, we get Tim Drake being put into a Lazarus pit, which is why he is still as small as he is. <laughs> That's <damn> canon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like on board for a second. Like, what, what are you talking about? How did I miss this? <laughs> um, no, um, we get um, maybe they did in the near apocalypse. Except not really. Except it's after he died. Yeah, two years after. No, um, so we get. I mean, let's see, Lost Soul. Um, Robert Vance's like his brain impulses were digitized like thirty five mm -hmm. years prior to Batman Beyond. Um, this is the com the man in a computer. Yeah, Stacey which like Keech. I'm pretty sure like didn't we actually what was he not um like in JLU was he oh, not yeah, he has part like a of descendant the... The, or a as ascendant and okay gotcha because it was it was like the same um it was the mm. same model essentially yeah. as bobby and like i think they gave him the last name vance yeah he has the same during... hair and his name is vance yeah i'm sure it's a it's supposed to be that yeah in task, to task force X. yeah yeah that's neat to see like within such a small amount of time mm. like that family's moving up in the world to to, to black mirror <laughs> digital yeah it is a very black mirror thing uh are we still in 2005? Yeah. Um, I think you're. For, I was going to say you're forgetting the most important 2005 moment is when the plasma rifle is invented. Uh, now, this is a pivotal uh, linchpin in the timeline, which is... Uh, <laughs> it was one, what, what episode is this? Uh, uh, I think it was... Was it... Um, Final Cut. Final Cut, yeah. Yeah, it's the, one of the Curare episodes, the second one, I think. Yeah, there, so... He's fighting Curare in a museum, and there's like two shots where you see him throw a statue at her or something and it just says plasma rifle 2005 like that's when it's invented so, <laughs> so if, if 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 you guys go back and watch through justice league any 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 plasma rifle any well really i mean any, rifles, yeah, yeah anything that looks like a plasma rifle that's not. that's not a plasma rifle that is it wasn't specifically plasma I guess, those so. are those are like light guns <laughs> so so far we've got Destroyer, JLU ends in 2004. Sometime in 2005, we got Harley and Ivy, Plasma Rifle, Robert Vance puts his brain in a computer. Uh, then Tim Drake is tortured sometime before 2007, well, and the Joker dies. I've got I've got one more that Ooh. possibly happens before that is uh, in Dead Man's Hand, we're told uh, that Batman breaks up, you know, the third Royal Flush gang, uh, which um, I guess what the jack of that gang ended up becoming the king of the current gang and so i mean just like i guess kind of based on his age 
which we're not told, but we can kind of infer. It probably could go back as far as the early 2000s. Um, there's no, not much. This is not the same one in Epilogue. That's right. This is this is the one after Epilogue, and then the see. one before Batman Beyond that we just we never see it. And there's a there's another Royal Flesh Gang in the Justice League Adventures comics, but those aren't canon. So yeah, I I still don't know enough about. I, the, the Justice League Adventures comics just bore me. Like they, well, it, it was it was one of those things where they're working with such a wide cast of characters that they have to make sure that they're not doing anything to disrupt the status quo of any of them. And so it's just like mm-hmm. it's just meh stories. Did you have anything more on uh, what you whatever you just said? Um, anything more <laughs> on the on the wild card or the dead man's hand? Uh, no, they existed not at really. Some point. But then that that puts us to the Return of the Joker um, flashback. And then we were talking about earlier the uh, the Earth-12 situation. Um, If you want that to be part of your own, like, headcanon, (laughs) that stuff happens. The pregnancy stuff, Vixen dying, uh, Um, Nightwing proposing, him hanging out with Flash fighting Mr. Freeze. See, that's, that's that's one of the things that, like, kind of puts it off for me is that mr freeze appearance like his his arc is very well his arc is very weird um with the comics and everything anyway because like the last we see him was you know that batman adventures where his head's in the arctic and then all of a sudden like not very long after in gotham girls they're like oh mr freeze is in prison and it's just like I don't think that was supposed to be during Justice League time, but they mentioned the Royal Flush Gang, so now it has to be. And then he's in the Batman. And Harley then Quinn yeah, and then and then he shows there. then he shows up in the the Batman and Harley Quinn comic in um in Arkham, and he has like he can make ice stuff out of his hands <laughs> now, and that's weird, but it's 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 a thing. It's a thing. So he's his head was in the Arctic, and it was supposed to be setting up for for Batman Beyond, and now we have like two other things that kind of happen in between. But so so I mean, if you fit Earth twelve into the DCAU, I guess it could still work somehow. But I, uh, I just, that's the one thing I don't like. Batman can can have as much sex as he wants with Barbara, <laughs> but Mister Freeze better be behind closed head. doors. <laughs> So we know after Tim Drake gets tortured that it takes a year for Leslie Tompkins to like nurse him back to health. So that's uh, in the 2008ish range maximum. Um, and then and then Batman forbids him from being Robin again. And he and uh, I think we get like a throwaway line from Tim old Tim Drake in the movie where he talks about when he's talking to Batman at the satellite dishes where he says something about like. Oh, I tried the solo gig on my own for a while, but that hero stuff's just for kids or something. I'm paraphrasing. So we apparently he either as Robin or as something else for a little bit anyway, but we don't know anything about that. And now we're up to 2009, which is an infamous year in this timeline that no one ever knows. Which I'm pretty sure all that we know about it is just that Rachel Ghoul was involved, Talia was involved, Batman was involved, and a thing happened. Uh, That's such a weird. Well, see, title. I think okay. So this is this is this is where the fans are are split is because 
if it was an apocalypse, then Batman Beyond is a, a possible future. But when it's a near apocalypse, Batman Beyond's the real future. That's yeah. that's the butterfly. <laughs> that's the butterfly effect point. Yeah, the Star Trek 2009 time warp. <laughs> well, Barack Obama became president. <laughs> Let's see, 2000, 2009. I'm we completely had, kidding. We had the recession. We had... Uh, the near apocalypse. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> That's know. That's my Obama impression. I don't know how much you guys uh, were... Rachel Ghoul. I don't know how around. much <laughs> you guys were into the, uh, the underground music scene in 2009. But that's when we got uh, the likes of Attack, Attack, and Broken Side. And yeah, no, I don't know what either of those are. James, does, <laughs> so I, we, I, I almost worked with the guys from Broken Side on a song or two once, and I'm whoa, like I'm glad I didn't. Well, I've talked to because, Susan Eisenberg, so um, uh, there's a. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so there's a couple mentions in Batman Beyond about how because somehow between in this like thirty whatever year gap there is. It, Gotham City goes from red sky modern like buildings to purple sky futuristic Japanese everything flying cars blah 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 and so there's at some point there's a technological shift and people have pointed to the near apocalypse as maybe being kind of the um what, what the, 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 the the catalyst for that because there's some episode where I think it's Shriek uh where Bruce Wayne takes Terry to like the street where his parents were killed and then he goes and walks around in the old police station there's this old old town that's still standing and it's still got a bunch of old buildings and he mentions like oh this is all that's left of old Gotham and people have speculated that because I don't think he says for sure but I think people have speculated that whatever happened in the near apocalypse caused most of Gotham to be destroyed yeah and had to be rebuilt I think there's some line I, where they I may say survive. I may have a rebuttal to that, though. Ooh. Is that I'm pretty sure... Don't we see a wanted poster for the Joker in, oh, yeah, yeah. in, the, in that police station? And so if... Maybe they left that up for nostalgia. Maybe. Like, like they just left it up for two <laughs> hey, years after he was dead? remember when he looked dead? like he, he had black eyes and this weird-ass well, thing? I mean, I, I, guess, I guess at the same time, like, they said nobody, like, ever spoke of... Like the Joker dying, yeah. so maybe as far as GCPD was concerned, he was still at large. <laughs> they Who don't knows? want him to know or something. That's a little stretch in it, but yeah, that's that is interesting. I didn't really notice that. Um, yeah, we don't really know much about. We just know either during or slightly after uh, Talia gets unbrained and put Raish's brain into her brain um, or into her body. And so that's weird. <laughs> Why did he do that? Because yeah. the last time we see him, I think, is in the Superman. Well, maybe there's a comic or two. I don't know. Maybe remember. that was right after the apocalypse, and like they were like, he's just like, Bruce, hey, it's me. hey, your dad's dead. Let's go on a date. Let's go to Italy. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll have sex with Batman. <laughs> He's just a man trapped in a woman's body. Yeah, he's just that's a it's a pretty uh, progressive thing for Rachel Gould to do. He really just wanted to be a woman, and that was the quickest way he could go about it. I'm starting to see why some people disagree with us. <laughs> uh, okay, well we can. I mean, we'll Speaking do, of Vendetta, how do you yeah. feel about Spider Conway? Yeah, God damn it. Um, we don't well, really, yeah, we don't know a lot. Yeah, we of don't really know much, but uh, between 2009 years. to. 2012 is really the next year that we have anything for certain, and that's 
That's the, there was this weird um, Superman Adventures comic okay. where like most of it happens concurrently with uh, Superman the Animated Series, but this comic stated that it was 30 years before Batman Beyond, so it puts it around 2012. After Justice League Unlimited, all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like 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 eight years after Justice League Unlimited, and Justice League Unlimited hadn't even aired yet. But um, so we're in 2012. And Clark's still yet to propose to Lois, and he's going to do that on Jupiter, or something, like the moons of Jupiter. I don't know how he plans on doing that, because Lois can't breathe <laughs> in space. But, I mean, more power well, to can you. neither can he, technically. So. Yeah, he's, well, <laughs> perhaps. Um, uh, what was I going to say? But, something transitioning between... Oh, just anyone that's listening that's thinking, like, oh, the comics aren't canon, you dumbasses don't don't say this is canon or blah 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 i mean whatever if you don't want it to be fine but it, when we're trying to nail down everything to a t as much as possible if there's a comic where superman says i was one year old when krypton exploded and there's nothing in that comic issue that contradicts the show we're going to use that information because it helps so because nothing else nothing in this issue contradicts anything except for terry saying he comes from 30 years in the future we have to i guess just accept that this is <laughs> 30 years before batman beyond instead of what we would expect it to be so yeah it's a it's a tears of canonicity kind of thing where um like bruce tim's like eh some comics yeah we we worked them into the the canon and most of them are just doing their own thing but the like the way I see it is the same way I guess people saw the Star Wars Extended Universe in that, like, obviously what's on screen comes first, and then you've got different tiers of... Yeah, and my philosophy is, like, innocent until proven guilty. Like, it, it's... Everything is canon, and then you figure out what's not from there instead of the opposite. Because it's, it's really easy to say it's not, but... I mean, I, I, I feel like The Call had a lot of its own problems, though. Right. Um where like I, I was re I was reading on Toon Zone somewhere and Bruce Tim was just like going through like yeah there's plot holes there's continuity errors yada yeah yada, the Warhawk like, thing like, why is he how is he not in the suit he's definitely in that suit <laughs> when he explodes so. uh, uh, and like why would Superman like, bring Batman onto bring the Batman team? onto the team <laughs> if he's the one who's being controlled by Star like, like, yeah. like it's me. <laughs> that episode has continuity errors within itself so if for like some reason we find out that like oh it is you know still 30 years beforehand is when he switches suits or whatever then it's just like eh, freaking like batman suit changes back and forth mm -hmm. all the time deal with it <laughs> it's it's clothes video like, like, coming soon on this subject <laughs> i yeah, mean but that yellow bat do you not though. do you not remember the 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 BTAS um, era of toys where Batman had 500 <laughs> different suits. action Batman. It's... Diving into... I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, I mean, Night Striker Batman. But yeah, so, so just a, I mean, a quick rundown of the events of that um, issue. Um, Batman Beyond comes 30 years in the past because Superman is about to throw like a nuke into the sun. The sun <laughs> and Batman's just like... That's a bad idea, Superman. That's going to ruin the, the climate force in, in 30 years. Well, what's weird about that is, doesn't, and, isn't like everything going swimmingly in Batman Beyond, 
and then in present day or 2012, whatever this is, Superman throws a nuke into the sun, and then that starts affecting the future as if it's like this weird split, like semi, like occurring at the same time. I feel, I feel like, I feel like I need to go through all like. <laughs> instances of time travel in the dcau and like kind of figure out what the rules of that are and because because that is that is it it is a weird mess in that issue and no no hate to jordan b gorfinkel but he uh he 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 put missiles into terry's (laughs) yeah (laughs) and batman specifically doesn't use guns so it 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 might just be because Brainiac, Brainiac takes over the suit right. in that issue, and I I don't understand how that he happened. Ma- he either. could have made new it, or uh, missiles with like nanotech stuff or something. Yeah, I mean, Oof. was nanotech illegal by then? <laughs> that became illegal over forty, over 40 years, years ago. ago. And, and Terry's like, but that didn't stop Tim or the Joker from using it on Tim Drake. Which means that which implies that it became illegal before the Return of the Joker flashback. Yeah, but so it, it's that's not. Uh. <laughs> I, I feel like straight. Feel like epilogue did a lot to try to retcon. Um, I guess the timeline to where Return of the Joker can happen as far out as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. Nanotech man, little dark heart spiders. They're all they're everywhere. Everyone's got a dark heart spider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we get rid of all the dark heart spiders, they're just gonna be out there anyway. Listen, if you take if you take the plasma cannon off of the yeah, watchtower, I, I heard Dick Sport Dick Sporting Goods just got rid of dark heart spiders. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 under twenty one, yeah, yeah. It, I'm just saying, if you take if you take the cannon off the good guys watchtower, then there's right. o- only the bad guys watchtower is gonna have yeah. a cannon. Just give all the teachers dark card spiders, really. It'll. But, uh, <laughs> all right, that's yeah, enough so, of this joke. I think. Okay, so so nanotech, so nanotech either becomes illegal around this time or around ten years prior. <laughs> <laughs> it's very loose. Yeah. We're, we're well, not sure. There, didn't you say there's also a Batman Beyond comic where they're using nanotechnology? Yeah, like in a normal yeah. company like a just a normal. Yeah, there's like a company. normal company, <laughs> not in, a weird supervillain black it, market. Company. Which, which, like, I mean, that could be enough to throw that out of canon. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but past the past the nanotech yeah, thing, let's get on with it. Um, like that 2012 is also the last time we see Brainiac, and then we're uh, we're told in New Kids in Town that like. Superman fights Brainiac for the last time. That may be that issue. That may be a little bit after. Yeah, since timeline-wise, that's the latest we see Brainiac before uh, Legion of Superheroes time. It's got to be that or after, I guess. Well, that's it. Because in that Batman Beyond Superman Adventures comic, Bruce Wayne says that he has Brainiac stored in the back computer. Why would you do that? That back computer that now, from Justice League, we know was built in like 2000 <laughs> so it's like a, a 50 it's he's, like been, a, he's been updating his ram <laughs> okay yeah he's just been adding hard drives oh i gotta make room for brainiac i'm still running windows 98 here but yeah he's uh he's in a 50 year old computer <laughs> or 40 year old computer that bruce Wayne just ah, it's brainiac it's not like he's an ancient computer from krypton or anything and then let's see the next thing i guess the next thing that like we don't have a hard date for this, um, but like 
obviously Ink's daughter is like in her twenties um, when we see her in in Inkling. Mm-hmm. So around this time is when like Ink would have put her up for adoption and undergone like whatever experimentation that turned her into Ink. I'm convinced that she spliced with the Imperium just <laughs> yeah. because just because the Burger King <clears throat> just because the Burger King Imperium toy kind of looks like the Burger King Ink toy and. I'm just gonna say you're tri- you're triggering me by referring to it as the Imperium. What was that? You kind of, <laughs> you know, it, we don't we don't have we don't have a name for the species. I guess I don't the know. not the not white Martians, the squishy white Martians. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, like they they both have similar looks and like yeah. they both shape shift. So I feel like they're it, both gooey. I feel like I feel like whether or not like it's canon that she was. We've skipped. Uh, we've skipped over. Did we skip uh, like Chucko and Bonk's birthdays and stuff like that? Oh, I don't. I don't even have those on oh. this. Well, they're born around that time. Um, there's also the Cy- the Cybertronics Warrior is invented in 2017. <laughs> That's another Curare Museum item. Uh, <laughs> it's a big. It's a big robot with missiles on its shoulders. And then, <laughs> and then also around this town, t- town. Around this time, I think, is when, like, Amanda Waller starts collecting Batman's DNA. Yeah. Um, I I don't have a hard date for that. It's kind of hard to tell. He's still in his Justice League costume. He hasn't made the new Batman Beyond suit yet, so he's... It's sometime. So, yeah, so, so so it might even be earlier, earlier than, yeah. you know, 2017, because that's only two years with the Batman Beyond suit. I assume around this time is also when, like, he would have built the big old burly mecha thing, yeah. mecha, getting, getting the getting the giant robot. Um, <laughs> we're starting to lose it here. Twenty nineteen, that's when we have Bruce Wayne quitting as Batman. Yeah, yeah, that's next year. For those keeping track, I have a vivid memory of when that premiered. I watched it at my grandparents' house, and they watched it with me. And I w- it was really distracting because my grandpa kept asking me what who every character was. And since this is Batman Beyond, I'm like, I don't know yet. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Who's that guy on the train? Who's that red clown guy on the train? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding this out right now. <laughs> Who's that old man wearing the Batman costume? Is that, is that Scooby-Doo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that Johnny Quest? <laughs> um... <laughs> So that's that. Batman's old. He tries to shoot a bad guy, and then he gets mad at himself. I guess something had to happen for like the Green Lantern ring to be passed off mm-hmm. as well. Um, well, I, I, I don't know because like I started coming up with this theory to yeah. make all of Hal Jordan work, <laughs> and James vehemently I'm, I'm disagrees with it. it yeah. <laughs> but I feel because like he we, wants he wants the Super Babes he wants the Super Babes wall art and his. And the Hal Jordan statue in that one Batman Adventures issue to work. Um, therefore, Hal Jordan was a Green Lantern before he became an Air Force pilot, which is just ridiculous. But anyway, uh, I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> I understand what you're saying. What you're getting at though is that maybe there there could be multiple Green Lanterns at once. So either John Stewart is still Green Lantern and older, and he's just off in space now, uh, or he something happened to where he died or became not fit for the ring anymore <clears throat> or uh you know a number of things that we have no idea about <laughs> yeah i well i 
want to say, I, I really wish I had the source for this because I just hate saying things and not sourcing them. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I saw a producer comment somewhere that said, like, Cairo is, like, only around 12 years old or yeah, something, something like, like that. Yeah, something like that. I think obviously he's mm-hmm. obviously young, but... He's so he, uh, wise. Like, like, yeah, and I mean, if he's 12... He has that cool little Jedi hand when he does... If he's, if he's 12 years stuff. old, like... He obviously didn't get the ring when he was a, a baby in like 2030. <laughs> he's um, the avatar so, he was born <laughs> into. He's the last Airbender. So I'm I'm thinking that it's highly possible because we have um, we have word that John was a lantern for 15 years before Justice League. So that puts him like 1985 becoming a lantern. That's so, again from Dwayne McDuffie. Yeah. The so man. so let's say so let's say John was maybe 20 when he got the ring and then like 2040 would be he'd be like I'm yeah, kinda, he's definitely one of the older justice league zombie be, members he'd he's be got like, the age marks and he's kind of like i've been around a while and but by, by the time of, by the time of batman beyond he'd be like at least 75 years old <laughs> yeah so that might be john's ring that yeah like he's too old to do it now or something although uh, alan scott in in dc history is pretty old so they've talked about how they made john stewart have green eyes in the instead of a mask uh because they wanted to be like oh he doesn't care that people know he's john stewart but we got to give him some kind of little like motif visually um and they've talked about like oh the green is like he's had the ring for so long that it's like seeped into his bloodstream and it's just part of him that sounds pretty cancerous. Maybe he just does die from, from like radiation exposure. Either like, that oh, or like oh, the rest of him turns green. Yeah, yeah. Like well, something's wrong. Uh, <laughs> the first black Green Lantern is also the first green Green Lantern. <laughs> it was destiny. And honestly, who's to say he's the first black Green Lantern? Yeah, and like true. we see Duck Dodgers is <laughs> the first Duck Green Lantern. Well, and he's and. And he's also black. So. And Hal Jordan's Green Lantern in that, so Hal Jordan confirmed. All right, let's move on to uh, 2020. We got uh, Bane. Bane leaves prison and lives in seclusion due to the side effects of Venom catching up with him. Do we have a, like, for sure that's 2020? I feel like that's an estimate. I, I, th- I think I think it was said that, like, he left prison 20 years ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it, it's like... It's like it's one of those 2019 2020 things i have oh it yeah bruce on, on, it's been 20 years on my notes that i have up like i have it between 2020 to 2024 because i had batman beyond like right on a, on a larger scale at the time and i haven't updated these uh, notes since but maybe he was cut off and he had such withdrawals that that's why we see him in such an old like he's sitting in a chair and he's just you know i apart. would i would love to <laughs> see um there was a there was like a a batman and robin adventures issue that happens like a couple weeks after um bane it, the batman oh, yeah, the animated yeah. series it, um the episode episode where like bane's got this pal that like helped nurse like him back to Mexican health boy yeah it's like it's like this little hispanic guy i don't i don't remember his name but like there was it, it he had a hispanic name um and, and i would i would love to see like since the, the the batman the animated series time that like that guy <laughs> went to college or something and yeah. like ended up getting a medical <laughs> degree and then it's like, help out bane or something. yeah and it is helping bane in this time like it, w- it would be a nice little write that nod. down there's <laughs> it'd be an, it would be a... this is what the people really want to see is pablo helping <laughs> helping bane I, I mean like i just i don't know like it, it'd be a nice little nod yeah. for 
Yeah, I mean, really, Legacies is kind of for those things specifically, for people that do care, which is only us. Um, okay. What are I you got... talking about? At, at least two <laughs> other people read Legacies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got tw 2020 to 2021, uh, Charlie Bigelow is born. That's big time from uh, Batman Beyond. And this is an approximation based on uh, Terry and Charlie's ages in 2041. Uh, Charlie was 18, 2041, so... He's about born in 2020, 2019-ish, I guess. Is that? No. 2021. Yeah, I was right. Uh, that's really important and doesn't matter. Also around <clears> this time, <throat> Coach Fitz began his career at Hamilton Hill High School, started winning those trophies yeah. that got stuck to the, the ceiling, ceiling during, uh, <laughs> during, what was it, Revenant? Ooh, a ghost. Um, and then... And then Dr. Corso from April Moon starts oh, yeah. his medical practice around this time as well. Um, I and, see. I have that in 2022. I, I have it. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, yeah. The, like I have, I have, <laughs> you know, my old notes up that yeah, yeah. aren't It's specific. around these times. Yeah. And then, and then do we have anything between that and then like the next bit of epilogue? Uh, I've got in the 2020s, we're estimating, uh, you talked about Ink's daughter being born, but also that Xander, uh, the Cobra, like, spliced uh, baby, is, like, started to be made. Because he's about Terry's age-ish. Um, yeah, I mean, slightly I have older, that, probably. I have that as, like, a big old question mark of, yeah. I don't know the year. And also that uh, Fingers, the big old talking gorilla, is, uh, he is, like, uh, poached by Van Dyle. So, like, his mom's taken away from him and all this stuff that we see in that little flashback. That's, apparently, I've based that on approximation based on the growth rate of adult gorillas. <laughs> yeah, no, so. that, that, no, I, like, I, ha I had that on the uh, the timeline blog yeah, yeah. at some point. And these notes, like, I grabbed specifically from that, but I've not seen that in these notes. So, I don't know if I just, like, <laughs> deleted it at some point. This, who cares about fingers? Uh yeah, um, then we got Ghoul being born in 2022 to 2023. Oh. Uh, moving along so we can get this over with. <laughs> the, the way that you're... Don't go get flu shots, kids. The, yeah, well, I mean, first first organs. of all, you get autism, and second of all, <laughs> you, you get, get... Bruce Wayne inside you. get you. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> 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 Rachel flu shot. <laughs> It's... Yeah, Warren McGinnis, a little over a year later, your mother gave birth to you, is the quote from Amanda Waller. So we have, since we know um, Terry McGinnis is 17 in 2020, or 2041, then he's born in 2024, or no, 2040, he's 17, so he's born in 2024. I think that math checks out, probably wrong. Um, that's what I have, anyway. Yeah, he's, he's born like 2024. 2024 something yeah, like that because we know an earth mover 10 years prior he was seven so that means he's 17 that, um, that is how math works yes happy yeah. birthday and uh, the, online people say it's august 18th is his birthday but we've never been able to find the source for that so if you're listening and you know where that comes from leave please a, tell us uh, leave a if, if you know where that comes from like comment subscribe share with your friends and right. drop a link to this video in the comments of this video yeah make sure to share this video with us um, that's that. Jolly Jack Candy Factory closes down 2025. That is, honest. that's... Which is it's funny, considering in the Return of the Joker movie, we see that, because uh, he looks up the Jolly Jack Candy Factory on the Batmobile computer, and it says the address, and then it says close 2025. 
But if Bruce Tim was they, working they, on this movie, why would he not catch that and be like, oh, don't they, do that? They never put a date on anything. Yeah. But... You're, oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Except for everywhere. What was the Jolly Jack Candy Factory doing before that? Producing candy that we never see? Dude, There's also that Zeta maybe, Project. Maybe the light speed bars were made out of yeah. <laughs> Jolly Jack. There's also that Zeta Project uh, koala something candy factory or not candy. Uh, like they're toys. They're big koala toys. Was that's that, also like a rundown factory. Was that the taffy? Around. Yeah, was that maybe. taffy time? Taffy time. Hashtag taffy time. <laughs> time to take a taffy break. This is for people who love the Zeta Project, which is no one. Um, season two was beautiful. <clears throat> I, like I feel like season two was really good, and I want season three, or like at least <laughs> at least I want happen. them to make just a mini series just to tie it up. Like not even just just a Rose just a simply. just like a six issue comic series. Yeah, just being like here's Zeta Project. Get Matthew Manning on that. Um, 2025 to 2026, the DD twins are born. These are all the, all the, we know all of the, uh, Joker's ages, um, from the Joker's group because in, on the return of the Joker, like special features, there's the, all these little <clears throat> things about their real names and biographies and stuff. And it says all their ages. Uh, so that's kind of a nice little thing, though it's unnecessary information, but it's something that we can put a date on. Uh, which which means which means so Harley's daughter would have conceived the year prior, so we can assume that Harley had a kid twenty years prior to this. What, what ish? Oh yeah. So like what what date did we say this is? Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. So, so Harley. So Harley so. had a kid. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So it could be the Joker. Or there's even the possibility that, like, they had been trying and she just didn't know she was pregnant at the time that... Well, no, because falling down the giant hole probably would have miscarried. Yeah, yeah. I mean... So, 2030... <laughs> we, we, we've seen Barbara Gordon miscarry for less. Yeah, God. Uh, heavy stuff. Um, so, ten years prior to the episode Earth Mover... Uh, Earth Mover is created by the Tony Maciek is doused with toxic waste and left for dead in a cave-in. Uh, that's there's like a Terry Terry's like high school friends stepdad fucks up her dad in a in a mean way where he gets buried with chemicals and he turns into Earth Mover. That's 2030. Uh, then we got sometime in the 2030s is Superman being taken over by Starro because he's already in his Superman Beyond costume and that's. Pro, you know that's rough guesstimate i guess this is uh <laughs> i feel around this time like is also xander starts training with cobra right um okay i i just found i just realized i didn't copy all of my notes over uh so that's why i was missing some things so gotham plastics um according to <laughs> according to plague was built in 2031 wow that's crucial as well i uh, finally know the last missing piece um, what year are we in now? 2030-something. Two. Okay, and then, like, around around this time would be, like, when, um, like, Terry was eight years old, right? right? Yeah, so th this is around the time that he goes and sees the Grey Ghost and... Phantasm tries to kill his mammy and pappy, and, yeah. but she doesn't do it. Do you do you think? I mean, he. I mean, who who's Phantasm? Do you think? Um, do you think Simon Trent was still alive and like cameoed in this Grey Ghost? Because <laughs> uh, like, well, we we see them we see them trying to make a Grey Ghost. We see them reboot it in uh, the 2003 Batman Adventures uh, with Matt Hagen playing Grey Ghost. Oh yeah. Um, 
but but um you know simon trent still makes a new uh, video history of <laughs> gray ghosts in cinema <laughs> still makes a still makes a cameo so i'm wondering like I, we don't really know simon trent's age but he's old as shit already <laughs> in 1992 yeah and so this was this would be this would be around sure 40 years after that so he's dead. probably passed it's probably there's probably like a, a like a post-credit stinger, like in loving memory Unless of. Unless he got a hold Simon of some Trent. of those dark heart spiders and kept himself <laughs> living for a while. There's also the possibility that, like, in um in meltdown, you don't see it because it's kind of dark in the room. But Simon Trent's head is like behind Freeze's head. Oh yeah, yeah. And his actual head. <laughs> yeah, that that back that back cave. Uh, it's display with Gregos costume. That's actually his like zombie zombified body. <laughs> it's set, it's setting us Mummified. up for for um for the Futurama part of the DCAU timeline, where all the celebrities' heads are in jars. You know, Bat Bruce Wayne takes a lot of cues from the Gregos for his like modern day self. So I wonder if that reboot uh, movie that Terry goes and sees is just about like an old Simon Trent quitting as gray ghost and then a teenager shows up at his house to get revenge for his father and takes the gray ghost costume destiny all i know is gray ghost will return in avengers 5 <laughs> don't worry uh, post credit scene <laughs> okay and then and then i guess sometime sometime after this uh matt mcginnis is born we're not really given his age yeah we assume he's like late elementary school early middle school kind of age and, and i mean warren mcginnis is like reproductive dna yeah. was uh, it was overtaken it's by not a one Bruce and Wayne. Done, yeah <clears throat> and i i there's there's actually a theory going around that like because warren's like a biological scientist right he's a scientist of some sort i feel like it's in like bio biological tech like i feel like he would like realize on, wait yeah. biologically speaking <laughs> my family doesn't have black hair her family doesn't have black hair our kids have black hair this, uh, the, the, the genetics don't yeah. make sense Cheated and that could have yeah yeah that's a like that's a that's a long-running fan theory and i i feel like it makes sense um so i think you know i, th I think um soon after matt was born is probably when the divorce started going through oh we missed uh 2026 row from zeta is born and then in, when she's eight years old in 2034, she goes to live with uh, her foster parents in Hicksburg, which is really Hillsburg, which is really Hillsboro, probably, because it's in Oregon, and I don't, there's no Hillsburg in Oregon. There's uh, no Gotham in New York. There's no Metropolis, yeah. I mean, I mean we, we, have, we have evidence that, like, Gotham exists where New York City is, and then we also have evidence that New York City exists, exists in yeah. the DCU, so it's like... <laughs> Um, it's just, it's just weird to think that like a city as big as Gotham and a city as big as New York exists side by yeah. side. Well, if we go Zack Snyder route, they're just all across the bay from each other and it doesn't matter. Let's see. I have the, like the, the puppy years from Ace in the Hole. Oh yeah. yeah. Happening like around 2035, 2036. I, I feel this is based off of like, I guess the, uh, like typical age of like a great Dane and how old it takes them or how long it takes them to like grow into their full size so, so many people groaning right now listening to this yeah, yeah. um uh, then 2037 i have sam young begins his first term as gotham city district attorney okay yeah i, I mean i i never narrowed that down i have that okay. between 2036 to 2040 but yeah that makes sense yeah it says it, i have that it's been four years since that when uh mad stan attacks 
I only have two more things on my end. One is that in 2038, uh, King, or no, the crown of Tikal is stolen from a Mexico City museum. This is uh, the Royal Flush Gang King tries to steal a crown, and he said it's been three years since that happened, I guess. And then I'm guessing your other one is going to be Terry Goes to Juby. Yes. Yeah, there's that. And then also, um, also in like, I guess, the late 2030s, um, it, it's kind of guesswork, um, but around this time would be when like Ian Peak kills um, Nobu Nobu Otaka. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, when he has like the the what it, what was it like? Half a this stuff means nothing to anybody. <laughs> yeah, and and then like very soon before Batman Beyond starts, uh, Commissioner Gordon begins preparing for a a weapons dealer sting that we end up seeing an eyewitness. Maybe maybe that's within the six month gap mm-hmm. maybe that's before Batman Beyond starts I'm not sure and then Bat- Terry steals the bat suit and the rest is history no that's the rest isn't history the rest it's, is it's future, future. <laughs> the rest is anti-history and then after Batman Beyond <laughs> yeah so I mean there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of stuff that happens in between and it's weird that like we have enough breadcrumbs to kind of like flesh it out plus all the stuff that'll happen in legacies of the dcau www.legaciesdcau.com backslash i'm looking forward to the issue of of legacies where harley's teenage daughter is giving birth (laughs) yeah i just we'll show that from a pov perspective yeah yeah i mean (laughs) i mean mean, we need well (laughs) thanks for listening everybody We should have a scene where Talia is giving birth, Talia in quotations is giving birth, uh, and she's like, you know, screaming because it's all painful, and then she just goes like, detective, and then, oh, fuck, <laughs> and then he's like, what? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Na- name, name that child. Or maybe weird. that's when they're having sex, he, he shouts out detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, detective. Uh, oh. <laughs> name that child weird Al Ghul. <laughs> He's a uh, to 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 he teams up with Randall Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Randall Savage is my new favorite character. <laughs> Weird Al Ghul, Randall Savage, Gilface, and Two Mason. <laughs> the new Legion of Doom. The Legion of Boom. <laughs> Let's just erase this conversation, Ted. But hopefully, this has been an entertaining discussion. And if you care about who Nabuo Taka is, now you finally know when he died. Um, Kind of. (laughs) Where he maybe died. So, that's that, I guess. Okay, well, that was fun. Yeah, we're back. (laughs) A dinosaur's story. Um, That's what I said (laughs) last time. The uh, That was the talk that you listened to. How did you like it? You can't say anything because we can't hear you. Um, now it's time for comic relief. I think. Did you have you had you said you had something weird that you read? Or... Well, I just I didn't read anything that recent. Like the most recent new book that I read was the Justice League of America and Doom Patrol crossover. Oh, interesting. Oh, Milk Wars. <laughs> yeah, Milk Wars. I've only read the first part of it. I um I have like like they've been crossing over the Young Animal line of books with the the main DCU. So it's like Doom Patrol and Justice League, um, Shade the Changing Girl, and Wonder Why Woman. Why is it called uh, Milk Wars? Because there's a milkman that is involved. Are they He's all like, fighting him? So, <laughs> he, yes. Um, <laughs> he is like, it's 
you know Joseph Campbell. Uh-huh. This is going to be a very weird part of to sure. try to explain what's going on here. <laughs> how he's all about character archetypes and everything. So this book is suggesting that every DC character is derived from three archetypes the main trinity batman superman wonder woman okay and then from under that you have characters like green arrow who's part of batman you know they're the same archetype mm-hmm. nightwing's part of that um superman you've got like steel and uh, superboy supergirl like they're all kind of part of that world you but you also have like your kind of uh you know like captain marvel like anyone like right. that is part of superman's archetype um and wonder woman you've got you know yeah so that I can't think of an exact Wonder example Woman, you've for got, Wonder you Woman. Know. You know, <laughs> warriors and powerful women and yes. whatnot. So, um, yeah, so it's suggesting, like, Superman doesn't have an equal as much, like, or as often anyway, because he's such a unique story. So somebody clones Superman and turns him into this, like, 1950s, like, white bread character, you know, called the Milkman. Okay. And so, but he's, like, evil, and he's going around, but he's like just as powerful as Superman. Is this and why you were saying someone last podcast you were saying someone <laughs> was like milk, and then you changed your saying to white bread? Is that what came? Yeah, is that yeah, why that came to mind. <laughs> They're like milk. Yeah, it, it probably was. It's saying. like milk and white bread. Like it's just vanilla, like played. Like they're boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like no subject. So it's a very this whole this first chapter was so reality bending and like trippy. It was really fun. Is it set in the um, main like DCU, or is it? Yeah, just, except okay. except the world has been like messed up by this milkman guy so it all feels like it's 1950s like you've got the whole justice league of america uh, this is the version with uh vixen and black canary and lobo in mm. the ray that we've been seeing so they're all like 1950s stereotypes you know like um vixen and black canary are wearing like poodle skirts oh interesting um, yeah yeah like the bombshell kind of looking no no but like like Greece, oh, you know, oh, like that okay. era. Of, okay, okay. It's just for some reason the world is in this weird era, um, <laughs> and then the Doom Patrol comes to help them um, make it back to normal. It's just a really well, yeah. It sounds book. interesting and stupid. It's very, <laughs> meta. it's very meta, and I'm not sure if it's cliche or clever. I just saw. I was just <laughs> I looking decided. every week. I look to make sure nothing is or something is in my subscription box at my comic shop. I'll be like, "Hey, is what's coming out this week?" And I've just been seeing. And Milk Wars Part One. I'm like, what the hell uh-huh. is this? <laughs> so, I guess you've sort of I mean, explained it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's wacky. It's written by Steve Orlando and Gerard Way. They're the two writers on uh, Justice League America and Doom Patrol. So, I mean, check it out if you're into that. They're um they're using this event to kind of reboot the Young Animal line. So they're gonna start back with like new number one issues for Mother Panic. Um, Shade the Changing Woman. Ooh. So she actually is going from girl to woman <laughs> in this yeah, okay. <laughs> in the series reboot. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, it'll, I also well, read like some other random stuff just for fun this week. Um, some Batman stuff, like Batman and Harley and Ivy by Bruce. Right, Tim and yeah, Paul you were Dini. talking about that. I you hadn't that. read that in a long time. I don't think I had ever read that yeah. until Maddie kept telling us about when it was set. It's definitely set in this time, and I'm like, okay, I need to go read this, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's a good read. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. Turns out it's probably set during Legacies, so we'll end up kind of yeah, touching on I had it to, slightly. I had to read it yeah. for research purposes. And then I read Batman Venom, which was an arc oh. um, written by like Denny O'Neill. Oh, this is not um, a Batman and Venom crossover. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure it that's was a like common a, mistake. Yeah. 
It was part of uh, Batman Legends of the Dark Knight, which is a series right. in the the late nineties. The and one new Batman like, Adventures episode of the same name. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this one told like it retold stories from Batman's like early days of his career. So each um, arc would be set in different times, you know. Mm-hmm. So it would just kind of touch on untold stories. So this one was like a pretty much the beginning of the Venom that would end up powering Bane later. So oh, okay, it was, it, yeah, it that was like kind the of very Venom. Early I forget stages. Venom is also a thing in DC, but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and in Batman. Yeah. So Batman's like popping these Venom pills, and he gets addicted, and then it's there's a really cool scene where he has to shut himself up in the cave. Oh yeah, you were showing for, me this for an entire yeah. month, for an entire <laughs> month, and he ends up like foaming at the mouth, like he's got rabies or something. He's just like completely just <laughs> an animal, and he's just told Alfred, he's like don't come down here for a month <laughs> and I'll, he's like no matter what so he's like, pumped full of venom here. when he does that yeah is it yeah okay because yeah, yeah. you had showed me the uh, the picture of the panels of him when like, he comes out yeah and he's all like super hairy <laughs> he's got a he's giant, a giant beard. beard and i was like that's a month jesus batman like i know you're batman but oh my god <laughs> right, right yeah it was just one month but yeah he i am super testosterone <laughs> right he had fired alfred he had like beat up commissioner gordon like he had just gotten out of control on this venom stuff so it was a good read i know that's not written by who i'm about to talk about but that reminds me i talked to you i told you about it and i uh, had a thing on instagram but for those who didn't see that uh we talked to neil adams for like a millisecond at the uh comic con we were just at and uh he was like it was bizarre because i had no idea he was there i would have totally like come up with some stuff to ask him and he He's just sitting about at about Ghul. Yeah, it was so he was sitting at this table all by himself, and this lady, like a block, I say a block because that place was huge, away is just handing out uh, like flyer things that are like talk to Neil Adams, creator of Rosal Ghul. And I like looked over and no one's at his thing, and I was like, oh, this is kind of sad. Like this is Neil Adams. Why is no one talking to him? And so I went up there, and there's this sign, you know, that says like. $100 selfie with him and $50 autograph. I'm like, okay, this is why no one's over here. But, uh, uh so yeah, I was like, prices are steep. Yeah. I was like, I got to ask him something. I mean, I already, I already walked over here. So I was like, Hey, we're big Batman, the animated series fans. You know, what did you think of, of the, their interpretation of, of Rachel Ghoul? Or I think I said of Ra's al Ghul, and then I, I corrected myself and said, or oh, uh, Ra's al Ghul, I guess I should say. And then he just slammed down the papers he was holding and looked up at me and was very adamantly like, it's Ra's al Ghul. I have no idea why people say Ra's. It's spelled R-A apostrophe S. How would you say that any other way than Ra's? And he just kept going on for like five minutes about how upset he was that people <laughs> don't pronounce it Ra's. And I was thinking like, oh, that's just... That's so weird because so many people would say the opposite. Like, like whenever uh, Batman Begins pronounced it Roz, everyone freaked out at that. Like, it's race, you idiots! What the heck? It's it's a Batman movie. How can you pronounce the name wrong? And right, and well, because like the first appearance was um, in the anime series. Like that was his first like big mainstream uh, yeah, appearance yeah. out of the comic books. Right, I mean, you know, but which was written by Denny O'Neill. Yeah. You know, Neil Adams <laughs> drew it. But right, <laughs> yeah, it was just, it. it's interesting that they either didn't consult him or they just guessed, or I don't know, because like he was just so it was just really funny to see him like 
oh, this is the one subject that I get to talk about that, that it just grinds my gears or whatever. So now I uh -huh. just know forever, because it's from the man himself, that it's pronounced Roz, and now I'll just be upset whenever anyone from, says From it. the artist, though, not I the I know, but still. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> like, he uh -huh. obviously had conversations about it. I don't know. And let, I mean, there was yeah. there's no internet for him to, like, screw it up on. There's, you know, there's no... Uh, uh, like uh, when you know, um, God damn it! What's his name? We've talked to him like Ted, forty Ted times. Kendrick. No, Matthew. Yeah, Ted Kendrick, <laughs> because I say things wrong. All the <laughs> yeah, time. phantasm. Uh, Jack Nippier. I was going to talk about the the milk wars. There's a character in it called Flex Mentalo or Flex Mentalo, and I have no idea, so I didn't even bring him up till now. <laughs> I think it's Mentalo. Flex Mentalo. Uh, Min Mentalo. Mentalo. Yeah. If you know, say in the comments because I don't know. Um, <laughs> No, uh, Matthew Manning and John Simariva or Simaravia, Simaravia. See, I can't even say his name. Uh, he, uh, when they, how they, they were talking about how they never met until that one con that you went to and interviewed them. Like, so they had only talked through the internet and all that stuff because he's in Australia or whatever. So there was no right. situation with that for Ra's al Ghul. So they, they sat at a table and they talked about him. I don't know. Anyway, that well, was just also a thing. that was a book. You don't have to say it out loud when you're writing a book. Do you say it in your brain? How do you yeah. say in your brain? <laughs> Ted's been saying <laughs> half the English language wrong in his brain for 20 years anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I read Grant Morrison's JLA Volume 1 and part of Volume Finally. 2. Finally. I know. that you, you have been suggesting them to me for half my life, and then I, I bought them like a year ago, and then uh, I, I, I had a big long bus trip to Seattle for this Comic-Con, so I brought the first two volumes with me. And I was worried that I was going to get through them too fast, so I was trying to read really, really <laughs> slow. But I ended up being, you know, taking my time with every page because I was looking at, you know, every little detail and everything. It's dense. Yeah, there's a lot going on in those books yeah. too. It's 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 interesting. Uh, my biggest takeaway from it, I think, was the like style of storytelling in that versus like modern, more modern day comics because this, mm -hmm. this is like 20 years ago ish now uh, that those comics came out and the. Um, they do almost every issue does this where they'll be like, they'll start off with a really good, uh, like, oh my god, you know, the key is here, or the the uh, what what's the the super team that winds up being White Martians, the uh, hyper clan. yeah, like, oh my god, check this out. They like, take like two or three pages to be to build it up to this, and then it just cuts to. And then the Justice League spent the next three months fighting them doing this. Superman went to the place and did this thing. And Batman tried to figure out this thing. Tune in next week for the exciting conclusion. And then we cut immediately to <laughs> like halfway through. So they just skip a bunch of stuff and they do that all the time. And it doesn't bother me, I guess. It's just different than I'm expecting. And it reminded me of like Secret Origins, the episode where... Um, you know, Superman has his meeting with the World Assembly, and then it just cuts to Snapper Carr going like, for the last six months, Superman has been mm -hmm. taking apart missiles and doing all this stuff. I'm like, six months? What the hell? What? <laughs> just show me this. So, yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, cool. I mean, so but how I far really did, did you get? Um, did you read through the Rock of Ages arc? Well, so where when does that stop, I guess? Because I got through all the dark side stuff where they go to the fake future, but then they come mm -hmm. back. Uh, I all I got all the way up to they, they jump back in time and Superman uh, is holding the Philosopher's Stone and crushes it regardless, and that was where I stopped. So I don't know You're what happens You're close to the end. There. Okay. Yeah, you might have one more. Yeah. I, I definitely noticed that 
So that ultimate guide book for the Justice League uh, that came out in like uh-huh. early 2000s, that entire book is just based on this run alone pretty yeah. much because it's like yeah, pretty much. there's one issue like uh, so there's the um there's the issue with uh, Professor Ivo and, and Dr. Morrow and they've created Tomorrow oh, Woman. Yeah, Tomorrow Woman. She, yeah, Not Tomorrow Girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's a woman. Uh so <laughs> cuz she's wearing a leotard. Uh so she's like she goes out and bees a superhero for one issue. She dies in the same issue. And that mm-hmm. character is in that ultimate guidebook as if like that's this monumental thing that happened right. to the Justice League. And I was just I was just thinking the whole time, like, why did you put every single little thing that <laughs> happened from these books into that? So Yeah. Tomorrow Woman actually returns for an arc in the JLA classified series mm. that was published like ten years after. <laughs> oh, okay. That, so. <laughs> so she does come back like a little bit here and there. It's pretty horrifying when she dies because her body's all mangled yeah. and burnt and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the the art. Um, I know it. it, it Howard this Porter. Must, Howard Porter is amazing. Yeah, yeah. This must be around the same time of Death of Superman. Um, it was after. Right, but there's some issues where Superman is normal Superman, and some issues where he's like blue electric Superman. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of yeah. like I assume that I'm missing an in between, and they also just suddenly jump to like. Wonder Woman died. Like, what? Right. When did Wonder Woman die? Yeah, in her own series. <laughs> yeah. That was something that Grant Morrison did a really good job of, was like including all these other storylines that were happening yeah. across the DC Comics line and having them in his book, but not throwing off his plans for the book. You know, like right. he would still uh, allow that universe co- cohesiveness to happen yeah. without letting it really deter what he was doing. I think the Superman's electric powers really helped him because you'll notice that like especially after you move into volume three once you do Mm -hmm. like the league expands and he makes a version of the league that is all um basically the greek pantheon like every Mm -hmm. version or every member of the league is you know connected to the greek gods yeah like superman having his electric powers makes him a lot more like zeus yeah yeah i i do i mean i i like the the visual design of of his electric thing just because it's pretty unique yeah. and like immediately recognizable i can see why people would be upset about it at the time so like where is mm-hmm. superman this isn't superman but uh, you know he, he changed back eventually so yeah yeah soon actually you're almost you're probably almost there yeah and it's like yeah it's there's a lot of stuff like that that won't be explained in this round of right, comics yeah. it's just like well that's just what was going on in the dc universe at the yeah time. yeah and it's just not worrying about it so yeah i liked uh Same with wonder woman yeah, I like. I, I, it just was weird, like when she, mm-hmm. she when they say she died because it's like you just killed Superman in the comics. Was that the thing at the time? Like, just kill everybody, and, right? And, oh my god, but you'll get yeah. you'll get to the Dark Flash in the next Ooh. volume because when it's uh, not Wally West, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and you don't, and it's just like he only is in one issue. I think it's issue thirty three. I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they're fighting white Martians. And so you have this like alternate version of the Flash there for this one issue. Right. And during the issue he unmasks himself to Superman, except the face is just in shadow, so you don't oh, know okay. who it actually is. But spoilers, this issue's been out for like twenty years. It's <laughs> Walter West, who is Wally West from a dark parallel future huh. where all of his loved ones died. So he's like come back to the past and I, I forget what happened to the real Wally at the time, but like yeah, you'll you'll just see this random dark flash. We uh, them out. 
we uh, <laughs> when Maddie and I were hanging out this weekend, we, it kept being brought up the uh, the episode of Batman Two Face uh, when Harvey Dent turns into Two Face and how like Kevin Conroy's like line Harvey yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <It kept> me... <laughs> Harvey no was, that's just that makes me think of that to just if he if Flash un, the Dark Flash unmasked himself <laughs> Wally Wally no no <laughs> <laughs> the so, Superman's reaction is just like what you how that's this is right, impossible yeah. it's like how is it possible that's the Flash it's it's still the Flash yeah. <laughs> he's just older he's older and maybe he has a few scars on his face but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can I can see through this whole um, run, at least so far, a lot of uh, like inspiration that they took for the Justice League cartoon. Obviously, Aquaman's design. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of just similarities to how the team interacts with each other and treats each other. Like Batman is a lot more aloof than normal in these mm-hmm. comics. Like he's uh, they keep having several times where. They'll be like, yeah, Batman's not in this one because he's doing something in Gotham City. And that's something they did a lot in the cartoon. And same thing with like, we'll check in with Batman. What does Batman think? And Batman goes like, yeah, it's fine. Go away. (laughs) So Yeah. yeah. um, Very true. Yeah. So I like that. I like, uh, you know, the random. So far, it's just been cameos by people Mm -hmm. like Metamorpho or Plastic Man and stuff like that. Metamorpho dies in like the first issue. (laughs) Right. Yeah, he did. He was, I mean, he was still part of the jla before that like yeah. it kind of took the hyper clan to make the new version of the so world. i assume that this run is not because it's it starts with a number one but i assume that it's right. not like a rebirth situation where it rebooted everything it was just a continuation of a previous right universe mm-hmm. or something okay exactly yeah then the the, the, the crisis previous jla yeah. was like wonder woman flash hawkman metamorpho fire and ice yeah okay. like booster gold there were some really weird members on that yeah. team. Okay. So then that ended and this started. Because I've seen, like, I don't know if this is what it, what it is, but I've seen a panel from something that's just John Jones leading the charge with a bunch of random, like, B-level Justice Leaguers, and it says, like, we are now the Justice League or something. Is that right before this or something? I'm not I don't sure. Know. Okay. I, I, you'll have to show me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? You want to memorize every single comic ever, Ted? Uh, um, every single panel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I like uh, I like it. It's pretty good so far. There's a lot of uh, very 90s takes on things. I don't know how else mm-hmm. to explain it because, like, it's just, hey, remember this supervillain? Now he's dripping with an unknown fluid and he's got a bunch of pockets on his costume and, yeah. he's, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. The key? Yeah, yeah. he's got red eyes and gray skin. Right. I did like that they, <laughs> I like, they that's showed. That's a good issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the like, um, the dream states, right? And, yeah, that was uh, a very parallel world, very uh, Doctor Destiny, Justice League kind of mm-hmm. a thing, and uh, yeah, and like the Green Lantern, Superman was cool. Yeah, and like the Batman family. Yeah, and you get to see. Catwoman yeah, it made me think like, oh, kids. it would be interesting to do a video on like uh, various versions of Batman's yeah. future that we've seen in different things that aren't Batman. Batman Junior. Yeah, yeah, and Tim Drake <laughs> is Batman. So yeah, that was cool. A lot of good stuff in that. I look yeah, forward yeah. to continuing. Con- Connor to Hawks, it. Green Arrow. He's he's pretty cool. Yeah, I liked um, an Aztec. Yeah, of course I liked all the apocalypse stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool that they have Granny Goodness as like a mother box, a grandmother box, and she's just stuck in oh, there. Yeah. Like this is me now. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was a cool moment. Yeah. So I don't know. Lots. Of, I'm sure we, I like we re- could talk about this. The forever. Resistance. <laughs> oh the yeah, Resistance yeah, yeah. League from that future where it's just like. Yeah, Green Arrow, Connor Hawk is like what they have like a maze. Got the Adam, 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, Argent from the Titans oh, yeah. was on there. Some just really obscure. Yeah, there were a couple I didn't recognize. It was like, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were just characters popular at the time. But... Yeah. And the... Um, but Batman's uh... been masquerading as Desaad. Oh yeah, time. no, that was cool. And when he 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 puts on his costume later, and it's just a a big black Batman costume with a yellow bat signal, and I was like, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, my worst so nightmare, the bane yeah. of your existence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <We'll> everywhere. <laughs> the bane, <laughs> the yellow the bat bane. suit. Yeah, um, uh, we uh, I'll skip a or not skip, but let's move on to our. Uh, whatever we want to call it, letters kind of segment, because I think I have something. We still don't have a name for it. Yeah, I know. We need, someone needs to tell us <laughs> what to do. Uh, the mailbox. Yeah. I don't think we don't talked about this yet. Um, did we talk about the guy that sent us the thing about the apoc- near apocalypse of 09? Um, I don't think we did. No. Uh, okay, so uh, An- Andrew it. Krupa. Uh, on Facebook, sent us a message. Hey guys, big fan of your channel. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, grew up watching most DCAU shows. A while back, I listened to the script reading of the Batman Immortal Project and was wondering what your take was on the whole near apocalypse of 09 thing. Will you be covering it in upcoming timeline videos or Legacies comics? Was it just another one of Bruce Tim's throwaway lines? Really interested in what your opinion is on that. Um, so first off, he, okay. men- he mentions the Batman Immortal project that was a animated movie that a group of guys were trying to do uh starting a few years ago and it kind of just petered out a little bit i guess they they just stopped They've been working, working on it for like five years yeah but it was mm-hmm. it was like up- they were doing like storyboard animatics right i think it was updates were kind of sparse and... and i think maybe they just bit off more than they could chew kind of a thing which we kind of discussed doing that for legacies originally and then realized that a comic was a lot easier i guess to produce for people that like us that are not getting paid to do this <laughs> uh, this exactly. isn't our jobs and you know and i'm not an animator by any means so uh i think we should start by saying like what we know about the near apocalypse of Ono. right which we, we did talk about it, was referenced it in like the, twice yeah we did talk oh, yeah, about this in, in our earlier thing. conversation so we don't need yeah, really so to you already know it. yeah but the we will be that's that's that was one of the main reasons that we I decided to do the comic I think was that that's like a big mm-hmm. event that we never saw um so for sure that will be in the comic and I don't have want to talk about what it will be really but... fun plans yeah, yeah it's <clears throat> gonna be pretty like crisis level of an event yeah so because we have to there's there's I mean I'm not gonna spoil anything I guess but there's you know things that come to mind immediately is you know you always hear Batman characters talk about that but you never hear anyone else reference it mm-hmm. um you know if this was something that happened while the Justice League existed, then why is it, you know, why weren't Superman or these other, like, bigger guys able to just come flick Ra's al Ghul in the face <laughs> and uh, right. and just stop it immediately? So there's that little aspect to mm-hmm. it. Um, there's a handful of in other the... things from between yeah. the, the shows that we're kind of tossing in there as that's the reason why such and such happens and stuff like that. So. And in the Batman Immortal project, they kind of use the yellow bat yeah, suit yeah. that you love so mm-hmm. much uh, as a, you know, that's a big element in that. That's what he's wearing the whole time. Yeah. Um, we're not going to go that route, but it's definitely like we know Rachel Ghoul had some sort of Ross. planetary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a re-teacher. Yeah, he ourselves. tried to take over yeah. the world. He got really close, Gotham City was very much in his crosshairs. 
Um, and Batman had to rally up and, yeah. and stop him. And that's, yeah, that since it's, we don't know too much about it, it does give us kind of free reign to do whatever we want with it as long as we mm-hmm. follow the parameters. And, of course, we're not an official telling of this, but this is our interpretation. But, yeah, that will be coming up. Um, in, Eventually. We'll, we might do a video on it, but we've had this discussion that you yeah. just listened to, and it'll be in Legacies, and we don't really know enough about it to do a full, um, you know, in you know on day five this happened or something Mm -hmm. like that so um, we'll see about that i guess yeah yeah and from like all the other timeline videos and stuff we've had we've established that jlu ended in 2004 right and the return of the joker flashback with tim drake had to happen somewhere between 2005 and 2007 yeah so so just so you can kind of have a an idea of when 2000 the near apocalypse of 09 would happen shortly after so these yeah, characters so, but, wouldn't have been too much older, like five years later from what we saw in JLU. Right, but we've already gone through the whole, you know, Bat Family split up and all that stuff. So that'll mm-hmm. it'll be a a dark time for everybody. Um, I'm looking forward to getting to that because that's kind of the you know when we first planned out Legacies mm-hmm. in its entirety, that was like our okay the it's two the two big things that we have to do yeah this is like the halfway point kind of a thing and it might not be issue number halfway it might be we'll find out <laughs> but uh because we're, we're kind of trying not to say how Playing many issues there that. will be yeah. yeah um because right now it's just continuing to go until we're done but you'll find out eventually when it stops <laughs> But don't don't think that will be anytime soon because there are definitely dozens of stories to tell. So it's a slow, yeah. slow process. Well, cool. Which I'm already working on number five. It's I'm all, I'm almost done with the thumbnails, and then we're gonna I'm gonna try to boost that out as quickly as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, we got another special in the works. Correct. Can we say what can we say what that's about? I think sure. We can. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, so we got a special coming up that's being drawn right now. It's about the Scarecrow's um, visible transformation between Batman the Animated Series and the new Batman Adventures. We're going to explain why he uh, has shifted into the more darker persona he takes on. Yeah, and we're not using the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures um, Mm -hmm. version of that where he just draws a costume because he feels like it. Um, Yeah, I I guess that that could have happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) um just yeah that's more of like a in in that he had it was the the krang from teenage yeah. neutrals and mad hatter there was a lot yeah. of stuff going on with their minds and get, i maybe it was even just a vision of the future yeah i mean people have asked us a few times in terms of what we consider canon for legacies purposes i think you and i have discussed that it's pretty much <clears throat> anything from during the like original run of the shows um so you know start of batman through end of justice league unlimited is definitely what we're going off of and then anything that comes after that any short films or movies or comics or whatever we try our best to fit them in but if they disrupt things that we that were really cool to us that we were gonna do and we're like yeah this will be awesome when we get to Mm -hmm. this thing then we kind of go like eh well it's it's not official (laughs) so we do our best um right right but yeah, that's that. We should probably stop talking because the podcast is really long now. So, thanks. It's gonna be a long. One. <clears throat> yeah, if you have uh, any questions or comments, things you want us to talk about, you can email us at info at watchtowerdatabase.com, or you can tweet, you know, Facebook, Instagram, message us at DCAU Watchtower. Uh, we're on Patreon, 
patreon.com slash JTS Entertainment. If you want to toss us your pocket change, that would be nice. We do these things, you know, we do two videos a week for y'all. So it's free for you, but that's okay. <laughs> we, we just like, that's it. like a little bit of motivation sometimes. Um, <clears throat> what else? If you You're get... on social media, right? I, I am. I'm uh, at JT Strecker on Twitter or Jamie Streck 518 on Instagram. Yeah. You can find all my stuff on my website at www.tedkendrick.com. Yeah, Ted's a lot more organized. Got it all linked. It's a little organized. <laughs> so, well, sweet. Yep, that's, See you next that's time. today. Have a good rest of Monday, everybody. Bye.